Welcome back to the Depressed Cincinnati Sports Fan Podcast. I am Jess Mapati, and in this podcast, we're going to recap the Cincinnati Bearcats men's basketball team opening game against the Ohio State Buckeyes from Wednesday night. Now, the Bearcats did lose 64-56 to against the 18th-ranked Buckeyes. According to UC Twitter, it might seem that the world's ending. Calm down. It was the first game under new head coach John Era. First game, new era, new system. Obviously, I wanted a victory, but I'm actually encouraged by this loss against Ohio State than last year's loss against Ohio State in Fifth Third Arena. So everyone calm down. You know what's funny? The final score of this game from Wednesday night was 64-56 Ohio State. Last year's game at, at Fifth Third Arena, you guessed it, 64 <laughs> 56 Ohio State, but I'm more encouraged by this 64-56 defeat from last night's game, well, Wednesday night's game, than last year's game at Fifth Third Arena. So the Buckeyes went up to Columbus, and the, the crowd there at the Value City Arena, it felt like the Bearcats and Buckeyes were playing at the U.S. Bank Arena, formerly known as the U.S. Bank Arena. Now it's called the Heritage, Heritage Bank Center no longer U.S. Bank Arena anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea why. That's a topic for later. But the crowd there was really, really pathetic for a first, for opening night game for your team. Your team is ranked 18th, Ohio State fans. Your basketball team is not bad. I get it. It's a football school. Your, your team's number one in the nation, blah, blah, blah. But shout out to the Bearcat fans that made a trip to Columbus. Tickets for this game? The higher levels, $10. If this game wasn't an 8.30 tip, I would have been made, I would have made that trip to Columbus for sure. So the crowd was a little bit disappointing, but I don't care. I'm not a Buckeye fan. Shout out to the Bearcat fans once again to making the trip. So the, the, the game started. First bucket, Jaron to Chris Vogt. First bucket under the John Brandon era. And then Chris McNeil hits a three-pointer of about 16 minutes into the 16 minutes left of the first half to make it 5 nothing Bearcats. And then the game just went from just terrible offensive play. Like, Lord have mercy. Ohio State didn't get their first bucket till the 14-minute mark. It was 5 nothing from the first media timeout, and it kept being 5 nothing, kept being 5 nothing. And the Bearcats, they weren't making shots in the offensive end at all. So if the offense was in rhythm, which was not, which was expected with the first game under a new coach, under a new system, just imagine if the Bearcats were making their shots. This game could have been a whole lot different. So Ohio State was very lucky that UC did not make their shots, that UC was trying to get in the offense of rhythm. This is a new team, new system. So Ohio State's very lucky. I say, like I said, they didn't get their first bucket till the 14 minute mark. It, it was 8 2 at that point. And then halftime, UC had a 26 19 lead. UC was paced by Jaron Cumberland, who has seven first half points. Keith Williams hit two big threes late in the first half to get the Bearcats a seven point lead into the half. I was encouraged. I was really encouraged. You hold Ohio State team at 19 points in the first half in the home arena. And we did not play, we played bad on offense. To have a 26-19 lead at halftime, 
I was really encouraged. I was like, okay, I like this. But then Ohio State opened the second half on a 14-3 run. They took a 33-29 lead. They built the lead up to nine points. But what I loved about UC is that their defense, the defense played well in the first half. The second half, it, it wasn't the best. There was some there was some laws, but you kind of expected Ohio State to to get in rhythm and offensive end because they've been playing with each other since last year. UC has it. This is a this is a new team with new players and new roles and a new system. So you expected that, but I'm happy that UC did not give in when Ohio State got the lead up to nine points. Jaron Cumlin got it going. Late in the game, but it was a little bit too late. Bearcats did cut the lead at 53-51, but that was as close as the Bearcats got. So, overall, I'm not really disappointed by this game. I think, I don't think Ohio State is bad, but I think UC left a lot, left a lot out there. And that's okay, because... This team is just trying to figure out each other. And it's going to take time. It's a process. That's what John Brandon said. It's a process. But here's some things that caught my eye where if things went there, if things went UC way, then they definitely should have won this game for sure. UC only went 4 from 21 from the three-point line. That's not going to cut it. Both Jaron and Javen Cumlin went 1 for 10 combined from three. You can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that because those two can hit the three-point ball. Bearcats brought in Javen Cumlin from Oakland for a reason because he can shoot the three ball. Now, Javen did hit the only three combined him and Jaron. It was a tough three, but both him and Jaron airballed some threes. Can't have those, you can't have those two going one for ten, and I don't think that will happen again. UC missed nine free throws. And I've been telling people this, that with when Mick Cronin was here, free throws from this team was the default for this team. Free throws are free. They're free. They're free throws from the charity line. You got to make those free throws. And an an offense shot 33% from the floor. Can't have that, but I forgive this team because it's a new team. It's a brand new team. So Jaron ended the game with 13 points. Keith Williams has 13 points. Chris McNeil had 10 points. I like Chris McNeil. When I first saw him, when I went to go uh, to Bearcat Madness, he's a scrappy guy and he's fast. He's very quick. You know, he has a tough, he has a, he has a toughness in him. He has a chip on his shoulder. I mean, a dude sat out last year at Tennessee Tech. He didn't play at all. He transferred from New Mexico State to Tennessee, to, <coughs> to Tennessee Tech and didn't play at all last year because of transfer rules. So Chris McNeil had the chip on his shoulder, and I like him. I like his, I like his grit. I like his toughness. He can shoot the ball. He can go to the basket. He's really quick. So I'm really encouraged by Chris McNeil, who had 10 points. Trey Scott had, thir- Trey Scott had three points. But they get but did get twelve boards. I feel like Trey is gonna be one of the keys this year. 
I want Trey to make. He did make a big step towards the end of last year on his offensive game. Now, going into his rest year, senior year, Trey Scott needs to be more involved in the offensive scheme, play better on offense. We know Trey hustle. We know Trey can get the boards. Great leader, great guy. If he can get, if he can improve his offensive game, and this team's gonna be fine, and he's gonna be fine as well. Chris Vogt, John Brandon, NKU transfer. He was in foul trouble. He fouled out with two minutes and 16, 16 seconds left of the game. But some of those fouls Chris Vogt had, some of those were not fouls. And good Lord, the officiating in this game. It was eight versus five. It was basically five Ohio State players. And they had three of the officials on their side to five of the UC starters on the court. It was unbelievable. The foul disparity was 27 fouls to UC, only 19 fouls to Ohio State. I mean, I don't know why every time I watch a Cincinnati sports team, especially like in a high marquee game, (laughs) that officiating always goes against us. I don't know why. And I told myself, I'm not going to blame the officials for this for these games. I'm not. I told myself not. I'm not going to do that. But it was so evident while I was watching the game. Like, some of Chris, Chris Vogt's second foul was definitely not a foul. And then his fourth foul was definitely not a foul. So, fouled out with five fouls. So, I, I'll say two of his fouls. Was was not with no fouls at all by him. Now he did put himself in position to be involved in those fouls, but still, ugh. He ended up with four points, four rebounds, and played only thirteen minutes. I like Chris Vogt. If he's not in foul trouble, then he's a big, 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 big asset to the team. And Jay Sorolo, let's give him credit. When Vogt was in foul trouble, he was in foul trouble as well. He was playing with three fouls, but he was able to he was able to still be on the floor, playing 23 minutes, six points, four rebounds. I was really impressed by him. Really impressed. Other than Chris McNeil, I was very impressed by Jay Cirolo, the transfer out of Valparaiso. Really impressed. And I think he fits into the system as well. So if Chris Vogt gets in foul trouble in future games, then I'm confident Jason Rolo can definitely fill in for his position. So I was very encouraged by that. Javen Cumberland, he had that one three-pointer from the corner, which was a tough three in the second half. He played 27 minutes, but he was he was also in foul trouble with four fouls. <coughs> and just like Chris Vogt, some of his fouls were not fouls. I don't want this podcast to be about blaming the officials, but we lost the game, but the officiating was terrible. Horrendous, Big Ten refs. Of course, they're against. They're, of course, they're against the American Athletic Conference teams. Of course, they are. Whatever. Jeremiah Davenport, freshman, Cincinnati native, Mola product, played five minutes. He got fouled on a three-point attempt. Made all his free throws. Good for him. He's way ahead of schedule. He had knee surgery in the offseason. and now he's. He, I, I think John Brennan thought that Jeremiah Davenport was was not going to play until maybe December. 
But he's, he got some action last night, so good for him. He'll definitely be a force in his UC career. Jeremiah Davenport, remember that name. Rebounds, Ohio State won the rebound battle 41-37. The offensive rebounding was a little bit shaky, especially in the second half for UC. So that's one, that's one of the concerns I have is offensive rebounding. I think once, the, once this team gets better at rebounding, then we're going to be okay. So here's my takeaway from this game. I like the offensive, the offensive and defensive system. <laughs> it's the first game. Not everything was, not everything was perfect. But once, it gets, once the offensive and defensive system, once it gets installed and once it gets it figured out, watch out. And once the chemistry and the new system adjustments, once you shake off all the, all the, you know, the first five games of the rest of it, it's going to be okay. And I was really impressed that the Buckeyes, the Buckeyes, the Bearcats held Caleb Weston, Ohio State's best player and their big man, to eight points. He did have 11 rebounds. And Chris Belt was getting a little bit, you know, bumped around by Weston. Hence why he fouled out during the game. Kyle Young was Ohio State's best player on this night. 14 points, 13 boards, and Ohio State scored 45 second-half points to only 19 points UC allowed in the, in the first half to Ohio State. So, to recap, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm actually really encouraged, and I really like this team. And to all Bearcat fans, patience. Just trust the path to trust the process. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. If you want to see this team play, go to the game on Monday night against Drake. I'm already over the Ohio State game. That game's already in the past. Move on. Get better at practice for this team. They're gonna be okay. And I told people, give this team until January. I think that's when they're gonna start clicking. And Jaron's gonna be okay. John Brandon did said after the game that Jaron needs to get his conditioning up because he hasn't been practicing a lot because he was he had like a nagging knee injury. <laughs> it kept him out most of the offseason when it comes to practices and conditioning wise. So once Jaron gets in full shape and full condition, he's going to be okay. And once Trey Scott gets in the move in the offensive end, he's going to be okay too. I was really encouraged by Keith. The first couple of minutes of the first half, Keith looked a little bit lost. And then he hit those two big three-pointers late in the first half. Then Keith got his confidence back. Overall, I'm, 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 I'm encouraged. Just give this team time. It's, it, it's a process. It's going to take time. And that's pretty much it. And I never want to play Ohio State again because it doesn't benefit, it doesn't benefit us. Same thing with football. It's like, I'm not, I don't want to play this team every single year, especially in the first game of the year. I wouldn't mind playing Ohio State in basketball like, I don't know, middle of December. But to play in back-to-back years in the first game of the year, no. No. I ain't for that again. So, next game for the Bearcats will be against Drake on Monday night at Fifth Third Arena. At 7 p.m. I will definitely have another podcast up. Probably. I might have a guest. On my, on this podcast. For the first time ever. <laughs> you guys are going to like this guest. I'm not going to say who it is. But 
it's going to be a treat for you. So on the next podcast, that will be, that'll be it. That'll be my first guest. We're going to talk about pretty much all Cincinnati sports, mainly the Bengals and the Reds. And then for my other podcast, I'm going to talk about the UC-UConn homecoming game coming up this weekend. And then also <coughs> around 1 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, Mike Bone will be officially be USC's Southern California's next athletic director. He was a UC employee for the last two days, but USC made it official last night that they're going to introduce Mike Bone as their next AD on Thursday at 1 p.m. So the search for UC's next AD will begin. It's already beginning, but Mike Bone's officially not a UC employee anymore. All right, so that's it for this podcast. So final score for this game, for the basketball game, Ohio State 64, UC 56. The world's not ending. I like this team. I'll definitely recap the Drake game on Monday. So that'll be a podcast next week. So Bearcat fans, R-E-L-A-X, as Aaron Rodgers put it. Relax. It's only game one. It's only game one. Wait till January and mid-February. This team will start clicking. All right, guys. See you guys later.